0: In this episode, we're going to configure NAT for IPv4. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. We'll be discussing configuring dynamic NAT with Pat and then configuring static NAT. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here, Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Packet Tracer Lab 6.8.1 Configure NAT for IP version 4 I have our Packet Tracer Lab opened up here On the left side we have our work area where our topology Where we can go and configure our devices On the right side I have the Packet Tracer activity window With the instructions that pop up I don't have the word document here because there's no questions to answer Here's our topology We have a router We have some networks here We have our addressing table where we can see some of the IP addressing. Our objectives, we're going to configure dynamic NAT with PAT. We're going to configure static NAT. Our instructions. In this activity, we're only going to configure R2. R2 is right here in the center of our topology. And then we have five steps to do. First step, use the name ACL. So we're going to create a named ACL. Permit the addresses from land one, land two, land three. And so here's the address for land one, the address for land two, and the address for land three to be translated. Specify the lands in this order. So we got to make sure we do land one, land two, then land three. Use the name R2NAT. And it needs it's case sensitive. So you got to make sure it's capital R the number two, capital N, capital A, capital T. Let's go ahead and create that named access control list. So I'm gonna go ahead and click on R2, make the window a little bit bigger, going right to left and click on my CLI tab. Go ahead and log in, no password. So I can go ahead and type in enable. That brings us into privilege exec mode. And then from here, this is where we go and create our access control list our named access control list. Uh, We are doing a standard one. So it's a named standard one. But to do that, we do that from global configuration mode. So go ahead and type in config T. Now we're in global configuration mode and configuring a named standard access list, you go ahead, you specify what that standard named is, and then you go and enter in all the permit statements after that. So we start off by saying ip access dash list then it's either a standard or extended we're doing a standard here so we put in standard and then we put in our name once again our name is a capital r number two capital n capital a capital t so router to nat you see the prompt has changed we went from global configuration where it just said config Now we are configuring a standard named access control list, N-A-C-L, named access control list. So a standard named access control list. Now we have to permit traffic from LAN 1, LAN 2, and LAN 3. We start off by, we're permitting, so the keyword of permit, then we put in our network address for LAN 1. That's the first one. Here is LAN 1. There's our network address 192.168.10.0. So we can go ahead and enter that in 192.168.10.0. And then we enter in the wildcard mask. They give us a subnet mask of a slash 24. Slash 24 means we have 24 ones followed by eight zeros in the subnet mask. To get our wildcard mask, we invert the ones and the zeros. So 24 ones in the subnet mask turn into 24 zeros in the wildcard. And then those last eight zeros in the subnet turn into eight ones in the wildcard mask. So we got 24 zeros followed by eight ones in the wildcard mask, convert that into dotted decimal. That gives us 0.0.0.255. So after we put our network address in of 192.168.10.0, we can put our wildcard mask in, 0.0.255. 0.255 permit network address wildcard mask and that's all we have to do when we're doing a named access list then we go in and do a permit for lan2 here is the ip or network address for lan2 has a slash 24 subnet mask again so we can use the same wildcard mask That command here is permit, and then that network address was 192.168.20.0, with a wildcard mask of 0.0.0.255. And then LAN three, we have to permit. Network address of 192.168.30.0, with a slash 24 again. So we go ahead and type in permit 192.168. Dot 30. Whoops. Dot 30.0. So 192.168.30.0. And the same wildcard of 0.0.0.255. That was our third permit statement. Once we have all those in there, we go ahead and type exit. That gets us back to global configuration mode. Okay. So that takes care of bullet point one. On to bullet point two: create a NAT pool named R2 pool. Once again, case sensitive, so make sure we spell it correctly. Capital R, the number two, capital P, capital O, capital O, capital L. The pool should use the first address from the 209.165.202/1 or .128/30. So .128 is the network address, the first usable would be .129, the pool name you must use must match exactly and then all translated addresses must use this address as their outside address and so we're only going to specify one address. 209.165.202.129. So that'll be the start IP address and end IP address. Now to create our pool, we do this once again from global configuration mode. We start off by saying IP, IP NAT, and then the keyword of pool, then we give it our name. Once again, our name is capital R, the number two, capital P, capital O, capital O, capital L, then we put in our starting ip address 209.165.202.129 remember .128 is the network address so .129 is the first usable and that's the only address we're using so this what we just entered in was the start ip address and our end ip address is going to be the same because we only wanted to use one ip address And now we enter in our end IP address, which is gonna be the same IP address. So 209.165.202.129. So we have the start IP address, the end IP address, but because we're only using one, those two are identical. And then the last part of our pool, pool statement here is the network mask. So net mask, and it's a slash 30 Take that slash 30 convert it into dotted decimal that gives you 255.255.255.252 that creates our pool according to the requirements that have been given to us takes care of the second bullet point onto our third bullet point third bullet point Configure NAT with the ACL and NAT pool you just created. So the ACL here is our named ACL R2 NAT. Our pool here is R2 pool. We have to associate them together. To do that, we still stay in global configuration mode. We start off by saying IP NAT inside source and our inside source is that access control list so we put the word list and then we put the name of our named access control list which once again is capital r the number two capital p capital oops nope the name of our access control list our name of our access control list is r2 nat So make sure we specify the right one so After the keyword of list, we put in capital R, the number two, capital N, capital A, capital T. So that says what access list we're using. Then you put in the keyword of pool, and then our pool name, once again, our pool name that we created here is R2Pool. Needs to match exactly. Capital R, the number two, capital P, capital O, capital O, capital L, and then because we're gonna have more inside than outside addresses, we need to specify overload at this point in time. So go ahead and type in the keyword of overload. That will connect our access list of R2 with the pool of R2 pool, and we are going to overload that. That takes care of bullet point three onto bullet point four create a static NAT. So now we're going to create another NAT to map the local.pka server inside address to the second address from the 209.165.202.128/30 addresses. Well the first one .129 we used up here with our R2 pool that was .129 The second address is .130. And so we're gonna use that address for this static mapping. Our static mapping is going to the local.pka server inside address. That would be the 192.168.20.254. So we're gonna map this inside address to that second .130 address. And so we're gonna set up that static mapping. Once again, to do that, we do that here in global configuration mode. So we type in IP NAT inside in our source this time. So IP NAT inside source is we're doing a static mapping. We specify our inside local address that was 192.168.20.254. And then we specify that second IP address which was 209.165.202.130 it's, best. it's a static mapping that connects the inside local address of our local.pka server to that outside address of 209.165.202.130 That takes care of the fourth bullet point onto our fifth and final bullet point. Configure the interfaces that will participate in NAT. We're doing all of our NAT on R2 here. We actually have four interfaces. These four interfaces we have to say are inside or outside. This interface right here, this is connecting to the outside to the internet. So this is the interface that has to be on the outside The rest of them are all internal addresses. They're inside of our company. Another giveaway that these are inside addresses, these are all private addresses. 192.168, 192.168, 192.168. Those are all internal private addresses. Those interfaces are all on the inside. Now to figure out exactly which interface this is, what I'm going to do is I'm going to click in the white area here inside of the work area. So I make sure this window is activated. Then I'm going to mouse over this triangle. When I mouse over that triangle, it's going to tell me that this is serial 010. So serial 010 is my outside interface. Then I mouse over this triangle here. Serial 001 is my in is, is one of my insides. This triangle here tells me serial 000 is my second inside. And then if I mouse over this triangle, if I get my position right, it's going to say that FA00 is my third inside address. All three of these addresses or interfaces are inside. This one is outside. Let's go ahead and set those up. Another way to tell our inside and outside addresses is if I look at our addressing table, over here in our addressing table, once again, we're looking at the, our R2 device. Here's all of our interfaces, but we also get the IP addresses. And remember, if it was an external address, it's a public IP address. It's routable on the internet. So serial 010 is our outside address. All private addresses, the ones, are internal. So serial 000 zero here is an inside address. Serial 001 is a private address. That's an inside interface. And F000, that's a private address. That is also an inside interface. So we can use our address table to get that information. So I'm going to use our address table because it lists those out. And I'm just going to start here working with serial 0, 00 and work my way through there. Now, from global configuration mode, I can just go straight into the interface. So I'm going to go into interface. Serial 0 slash 0 slash 0 and then that was that has a private IP address so that's an inside interface to set that as an inside interface for NAT we simply type in IP NAT inside so just IP NAT inside make sure you spell inside correctly and that's all you have to do to specify that Serial 0 0 is an inside interface. Then we can change into our next interface. Next one here is serial 01. That has another private address. So serial 01 is a inside address or inside interface also. We can change interfaces. We could type exit and then you could type interface serial 01. Or from right here, you can just type in interface serial 01 and it'll change to that interface. I'm just going to go ahead and type interface serial zero slash zero slash one. And then you tell it that it's a NAT inside address. So IP NAT inside. and That's set serial 001 as an IP NAT inside address. The next interface here is serial 010. That has a publicly routable IP address. So that's an outside interface. So let's go ahead and change into that interface. So interface serial 0 slash 1 slash 0 and then that is our outside interface. Just go ahead and type in IP nat outside. That sets that as an outside interface. And then we can go down to our last interface, fast ethernet 00. That has a private address. So fast ethernet 00, that interface is an inside address. So let's change to our interface of fast, fast ethernet zero slash zero slash zero. And then set that, oops. Oh, it's saying that interface doesn't exist. If we look here and I clicked in the window here, mouse over it, it's not three zeros, it's only two. So it's fast ethernet zero zero. So it said this interface did not, isn't valid with the three zeros and so what i did was i went and confirmed it it is actually interface of fast ethernet zero slash zero and now we switched into that interface now we can go ahead and say and once again from our table here we can say that this is not internal address because it's it's an internal interface because it is a private IP address. So IP NAT inside. That set up all of our interfaces. Three interfaces. This interface, that interface, and the third one. The interface is connected to switch to R1 or R3. Or the other way to look at it, the interface is connected into the private local area networks. So LAN 1, LAN 2, LAN 3, those are all internal and then the interface that connects to the outside to the internet, that's the outside interface. That was Packet Tracer Labs 6.8.1 Configure NAT for IP version 4. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a 5 star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, cavtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.